Here we are. Hello, Audrey. Good morning, Grace. So good to see your smiling face. Good morning, everyone. So here we are. Quantum Nurse is presenting African Goddess Audrey Davis for a live stream. So all of you are friends. Please share. Share it now. Share it to your friends and let them uh, follow us in YouTube, in Facebook, or, you know, I'm sorry we couldn't give you one link, but when you share it to others and then you'll have fun with us, okay? Uh, so let me just start by, um, again, thank you for your support. Anyone who's there, join us. So Audrey, thanks again. And I just want to um, welcome you because I love that you can be here because I've always believed that dance is a common power movement and not just in one culture, but it's in many cultures. It is for some reason, I guess there's some magic in our being human that we like to move and to dance. So let me just let them know a little bit about you and then we you could take it away, okay? Right. Sounds great. So Audrey Davis Dunning is a powerhouse innovator, renowned motivational speaker, educator, and mompreneur. In 2015, after redefining what it means to be a goddess in both her personal and professional life, she founded Get Your Goddess. This women's empowerment organization is designed to cultivate a freedom and fearlessness in women to be who they are in all their glory. By combining her two loves, African dance and personal development, Audrey has helped transform women of all ages into empowered goddesses destined for greatness. An educator by profession, Audrey is known for her energetic and positive outlook. Having received her master's from Cornell University, she has gone on to mentor and advise hundreds of women on their personal journey to success and fulfillment as an adjunct college professor and academic advisor. As a professional African dancer, Audrey has performed at various venues, including the George Street Playhouse, PNC Art Center and Channel 9 News. As an NJ Pack teaching artist, she has also done dance residencies in various school districts. Get Your Goddess delivers keynote addresses, facilitates workshops, conducts one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, and shares custom-branded resources designed to inspire women to embrace their beauty and ignite their inner goddess. Through movement, music, and self-reflection, Audrey combines to expand her goddess empire. So, ladies and gentlemen, wouldn't you want to be part of this empire? Listen, I know we said goddess, but we welcome men as well. Because you, Absolutely. man, have your own goddess. Don't hide it. So take it away, Audrey. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Grace. Yes, I'll just pick up where you started about dance being a universal, global phenomenon that 
people do, women in particular, because yes, it absolutely positively feeds feeds your spirit, it feeds your soul. We are born to move, we need to move. I like to say movement is life, movement is life. So dance is social, it's unifying, it's healing, it's part and parcel of the African culture. And uh, it's an honor for me to study these ancient steps and share them with people. I, I absolutely love it. Thank you. And just so you know, let me just put in already in advance information for where you can find uh, Audrey. And let's see, let's see if I could make this work. Yeah, see, it's streaming down and you could follow her in Facebook and many other social media platforms. Just Google that and then um, we'll always um, make sure that you get this information, okay? And I guess let me just, let I wanna share with you also Audrey, you know, I like Rumi a lot. So I wanna share with you this quote that he said, dancing is when you rise above both worlds, tearing your heart to pieces and giving up your soul. Yes, yeah, I too love Rumi and that quote is so on point and so powerful and it makes me think of something I like to say where I say that there's a point when you're dancing, there's a point when you're performing, there's a point where you're moving where you have to just surrender to the dance. And I think that's that moment he talks about where you just surrender to to the dance, you're giving your all, you're no longer conscious about, am I looking this way? It's just, you are giving your entire self, body and soul to the dance. And to that end, I'll share with you something that happened to me just this week. And I, cause I had a very powerful moment like that. I was taking a dance class and, and the focus was on healing. It wasn't dancing to perform and entertain. It was for, for healing and, and, and fortification. And I started to reflect on my beloved dance teacher and mentor, Yewande Kelly Johnson, who um, mentored and taught me practically everything I know about African dance. And as I danced in her honor, I, I just felt so wonderful and connected. And 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 it and I it literally led me to tears, but they were tears of joy of just remembering the gift of dance that she gave me and how I believe that we're still connected through the dance. And every time I say her name. So Audrey, have you been dancing since you were a child? Um, I can assume yes, but I just wanted to know. And when it's, did you like really like feel like you like to dance? Yeah, it's so funny. Um, I started dancing late in the dance world. I was about 12, 13. Prior to that, I was taking piano lessons, right? And then one day I told my mom, I don't want to take piano lessons anymore. I want to dance. So the piano she purchased, there it sits. Piano lessons, gone. And I just fell in love with dance. And early in my dance career, I did jazz, modern, tap, and flourish. But I got to tell you, I didn't discover African dance, true, tradi true traditional West African dance, till I was a grown woman. And I came to African dance in need of healing. I was, it was, it was summer of 1998, and I had gone through a little heartbreak, and I was feeling beat up. And a friend of mine said, you know what, come on, come on, let's get out of this funk. Come with me to this dance class. And Yewande Kelly Johnson was teaching that dance class. 
and the rest is history. I say I got bitten by the African dance bug. And after that, I put down jazz. I put down modern. It was all about African dance and it literally transformed my life. That's very interesting. It seems like there's always something in each of our lives that kind of gives us the pain and then lets us to seek something. And then before you know it, it's really something that's already in our DNA or in our lineage or in our many generation of history, if we look at it, like it's right there. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And 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 but can you um explain and maybe you know whenever you have the feel that you have to show it in movement um like what are like the highlights of an african west african dance as compared to other dances um just be, and what's the differences and like like the commonalities yes. as well i'd be happy to, to, to talk about that well first and foremost the adornment right African dance adornment. When you see an African dance get ready to perform, even if she's going to a dance class, you'll notice very colorful, vibrant fabric. And that's part of, of feeling good. At least for me, I'm very impacted by color, right? Then a key difference with African dancers, if you're doing ballet or jazz, they tell you your hair has to be pulled back out of your face. An African dance, oh, your hair can be out and it becomes part of the whole effect. The other key thing is our adornment. When I'm performing African dance, I'm bejeweled. I have one, and usually when I'm really performing, I'll have on even more bracelets and necklaces and anklets where other dancers, they don't put on jewelry when they perform. In terms of the movement, everybody, when they think of African dance, they think of those big, big, big contractions like, ah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So most people think of that, but what I love to share with people is that African dance certainly has big, juicy contractions, but it also has grace and flow movements. There's a dance called Mamba, the dance for the kings, and it's characterized by slow, graceful movements. And I like to tell people and show people the range of African dance. Yes, there's big jumps and hops and heads, but there's also slow and graceful. So those are some of the things, but also African dance is a barefoot art. You do it barefooted to be grounded to the earth. So a lot of African dance positioning, you're not straight up like a stick. You are either bent over to this degree or all the way over. Because there's a lot of connection to the ground. And when we're doing movements up to the sky, you're really looking up to the heavens. So those are some of the things. It's it's, um, it's so amazing. Um, I just finished a summit for this week uh, for in sympathetic, parasympathetic. And so while I'm looking at you doing all these movements, it's amazing how those movements could really um, be a movement in order for us to balance, have a dynamic balance of the autonomic nervous system, which is the parasympathetic and the sympathetic, because they're both like a soft, 
yin, yang, whatever you call it, it's just so balanced. So, and um, and I can see that as you move, it could like yeah, I do understand that there's some choreography, there's some traditional dance, but we can one can go beyond that, right? And it becomes yes. your own design, your own dance. And then so, you know, it, it's like, again, that kind, especially, you know, that uh, they talk about the, the, the vagus nerve, which is the largest nerve in our body. And that's all over from the head, from the back to the chest, to the limbs. <laughs> exactly. So when you're yes. doing that, I, you know, I mean, that's, that's a prescription that is beyond uh, positive outcome. <laughs> yes, and and it's believed that, that those undulations that characterize like you'll see then after dance a lot a lot of circular movements around the spine that that is part of our strength because that that's that's the energy coming up. So part of I I believe part of the reason why I find and most people find African dance so energizing is because of the focus on those kind of movements that kind of just shoot the energy all the way up. A lot of isolation, which, you know, it's great. So it's like, again, the energy of like, um, quantum energy can pinpoint, quantum energy could be just a very tiny thing with, with that explosive effect on someone's health. And that's what I like when you, you want, you know, when there's isolation and then that's like outrageous movements, and yeah, that the hair and everything. Everything. It, it's said that we dance. And I tell my students this, you dance to your fingertips, your wrist, everything. You dance to the end because it's energy. And you have to think about your intention, right? When you're doing welcoming steps, you have to shoot out that energy, shoot out that love through your fingertips. So whenever I teach a dance, I tell the history of the dance, the intention of the dance, because... African dance, there isn't one type of African dance. There are warrior dances. There are courtship dances that are flirtatious and fun done by men and women to try to get to know each other, right? Um, there are dances that are done to initiate the young. So there are so many types of dances. So the study of African dance is a lifelong study. I've been studying it for over 20 years and there's still layer after layer that I discover. It's just a wonderful journey. Wow, well, it's, it's great to know. So then, you know, we so like people who started it and may have paused, then they could continue again. Because I always say that once you learn something good, don't let go of it. Maybe one temporarily if you have to do something else. But, you know, in times like this, especially when we're um, limited in our external movement and communication, so we just have to, you know, be moving inside a, inside our own body. Because they said they said in, in relationships, right? When our body can uh, can have that communication inside, because we move in different ways, then that's also how we portray our relationship towards others. So now, have you? Um, in your studies, um, do can you name at least one or two other cultures where you see when you watch people perhaps or or dance it, then you could see also the similarity. 
Oh, sure. Well, listen, when you see young people do hip hop, I'll see Manjani steps, right? That fancy footwork. I'm like, Manjani is a dance of celebration. So I'll see all that energetic hip hop dance. And I'll be like, ah, I can see that African rooting. I can see that African rooting. Even in belly dance, you know, with the emphasis on the hips, with our courtship dances, with a lot of hip movement. And please notice this. This is the African pom-pom belt. And another thing that I love about African dance is that, you know, what it makes you think about your body. It gives you another perspective on your body, right? In African culture, when we perform, we have this pom-pom belt to emphasize. This is different than, than this American culture emphasize our hips and our waist and the more the better the more the better the more the better whereas you know you may have been taught that oh i have too much and they're like no 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 use it all mm -hmm. and then that's the accent <laughs> yeah uh, oh. right so, yes so yes so i see when i watch belly dance i see it when i watch hip-hop i see it um flamingo when i see people too. working yes flamingo, flamingo. Was well. okay so, and to me that delights me to see the string the the thread that connects us all and then um and dancers see it easily too and and we appreciate and know the difficulty of that move <laughs> well it, to, to those, again, who um, may not know the history of, um, you know, the African dance, you know, could you tell a little bit more? Yes. Well, <clears throat> like I said, there's not one type of African dance. And African dance um, was not something that's isolated. It was a part of every facet of village life. So there was dances that um, simulated the farming, right? Right, mm -hmm. the earth. Uh huh. That's part of life, right? Courtship dances, life, connection, making family, right? Dances of strength, warrior dances. If you have to protect your perimeter, right? So every facet, social dances, just like when you think of um, electric slide. The electric slide is a social dance that's just done for fun and unifying. There are dances like that, just to connect, but it's interwoven. And one of the things that, um, one of my favorite types of African dances are the initiation dances for the young, because those dances tend to be more challenging. Why? If you're being initiated, you have something to prove, right? So those <laughs> are, okay, okay. are more complex. They're very demanding, and um, but they're super fun. They're super fun. So I love teaching the initiation dances as well. And here's the thing, and I love to tell people this, as I invite you to attend what I like to call the African Joy Online African Dance, is that African dance is for everyone, and you can get in where you fit in. You don't have to do the jumps and the kicks and all of that. I literally have people in my class who do my class seated. What do you mean? Literally seated. And I will demonstrate the steps standing and seated. And they'll do the seated version. And you know what? They still have a good time. They still get the history. They still get a culture. They still get to participate and be a part of the community. 
If you're standing, but you have knee problems and your rotability may be limited, you could modify a step, right? It doesn't have to be full out here, right? You can modify it and still be powerful, right? Ah, uh. So there's a place for you in African dance. I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that also that and you're you know emphasizing on the sitting because um yeah I haven't seen someone teach that but I know it's available. I maybe just people just didn't uh, you know focus on that because in in the when before the covid time when um the daycare centers adult daycare were open people uh, some some entertainers or are we call them entertainers will come to the center where they lead people to do some exercises and at least they, there's a choice you can sit down or you could stand up uh, just like uh, just like for me and you i guess if you're too much in the computer so sometimes i just keep on wiggling myself and you know yes. doing that exactly you know and then shaking your hands doing that so yes so have truly have to be creative there's no excuse not to move or not to dance absolutely absolutely and my students and my love students that i give them that, that option because sometimes they'll start standing and they're like you know okay i'm getting a little winded but i don't want to leave the class and they know that it's okay and i make a space for them and i literally show them how to do and execute seated so it's it's i've been really enjoying that level of modification because i want everyone to be a part of African dance. And then when you showed about the bare feet, yes, that's for me is crucial as well, especially when people are so concerned about 5G or all that electromagnetic frequencies that were overloaded. When people are, the one practical thing is to be bare feet. Yes. So, and you know, it's, uh, even at home, outside quickly, out, step on the ground, step on the yard, step on the grass. And yeah, because we're always wearing um, rubber, rubber shoes, rubber slippers. And that also is not very conductive to be grounded. Yes, absolutely. And African dance is about grounded, connecting, connecting to the earth, giving thanks to the earth. You know, there's an underlying theme of gratitude in African dance, thankful to the earth and nature and to the sky and to our ancestors. So there is really a level of gratitude that permeates this practice in art. And in in my culture, uh, there's we have a lot of dances in bare feet as well. So I just um when <laughs> at the in at at the beginning is when you're just practicing especially you know sometimes we just wear socks first but later <laughs> on when we're really performing already we need to take that off and feel the ground because it gives you good traction and exactly. movement right and Absolutely. just like um just like at the african dance we 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 can there's a lot of movements that you can emulate in terms of the day-to-day -day living of people, whether they're a farmer, they're a fisherman, hunter, yes. and you know, and then uh, weddings. Yeah, just like it's it's very interesting. Yeah. Oh, show us that. Tell, tell me um, about that. There's an African dance called Puku that is a celebrate 
celebration of when the men go out to fish and they come back and the fishing expedition has been very successful. This, this dance cuckoo is done and there are steps where we're emulating the fish, you know, this bounty of fish that we have been, that have been brought back by the men, right? Mm-hmm. And then you notice the hips. And then sometimes in choreography, you'll spin, turn, and um, pass the basket off, bring it up. So again, just simulating everyday life. So dancing with, um, you know, a, a prop, if you will, is another part of your African dance education. And when you're learning and studying African dance, there's so many things happening besides the dance. You're learning history. You have to learn the drum, right? Because you, this is a very, this is a mini, mini, mini djembe. I have my big djembe back there. But you have to, as a dancer, know the music because you and the drummer are having a real live in-time communication. So the music is part of your education. The songs, African dances um, are usually accompanied by songs. So you have to learn the song. So there's so many things, you have to, the adornment, how to tie your lapa, that's the skirt that you wear as an African dancer. It just looks like, oh, she's wearing a skirt, but it's a big piece of fabric that's strategically tied to enable me to still jump and dance. But that's a whole education to know how to tie it properly. Every African dancer has a lapa story to tell you where it went wrong. <laughs> so there's so many pieces um, when you study African dance. That's why I said you can study African dance for a lifetime. By the way, I want to let you know that this is also going international. My family in the Philippines is watching us and my friend Leslie here. And I want, I want everyone to just enjoy this so that they can do and just just do all the movements wherever they are, whatever time. Okay. Yes. Thank you, international family. And and I feel like because I'm international, I have to I have to bring out the globe. The globe, my, my purple globe. Yes. <laughs> worldwide, worldwide. Hello, hello, Philippines. Yes. Uh, is that an old globe or a new one? Because I've been wanting to have uh I want one so I could show it to my grandchildren. <laughs> yes. This I got, um, my husband got it for me about maybe three years ago, but you know, okay. purple. I love all things purple. And I, of course. So I made, I made it perfect for you. The background is purple for me. Yes. When I saw it, I was like, yes. Those are the colors of Get Your Goddess, Get Your Goddess. And, and African dance is an integral part of me getting my goddess. When I say getting my goddess, I'm talking about accessing that powerful part of you, that beautiful part of you, that unstoppable part of you that we all have. I want us to live in it, women. I want us to live in that all day, every day. So movement is one of the five principles of Get Your Goddess, right? Can you see? Power, beauty, yes, yes. movement, music, and achievement. So African dance is under the movement division of Get Your Goddess, but there's power in African dance. There's certainly beauty in African dance. Movement, of course, the music, and the achievement that you feel 
each and every time you master another dance, because every African dancer wants to expand her dance vocabulary. You want to learn Lamba and Dudumba and Sinte and Roll of Sedone and um, Sabar and on and on and on. There's so many dances to master. So that's part of your achievement. Ooh, ooh, I, I got another step. Ooh, now I know Linjin. So yeah, that's part of, of the joy and delight of African dance. Now, um, you teach regular uh, classes as well on online too. Before before everything became online, you teach live, right? You, you, yes. you want to share them with, please? Yes, I used to teach live um, in Princeton at the YMCA. I used to perform. I do, people would bring me in for women's retreats to do movements. Um, I'd work with young people. So I, I, I would, I definitely um, miss those live days. And you know what, Grace, when you were talking about going to the homes where uh, the senior center homes, I would do that too. I would go there and I, I had multiple gigs there and would teach the movement and entertain them and show them how to do cuckoo from their chair and, and play the shake away. And they would be delighted because the arts are so powerful. So now I had to transform like everyone else and get creative. So that's what birthed the, what I like to call the African Joy online dance studio. So I'm now doing my classes online and um, trying to make sure I can keep that energy and these ancient steps and this ancient music going because you got to keep the tradition alive. So we pivot and get creative. Now, how relevant um, is your work right now, especially when it comes to this situation? And, you know, I, I know at some point, uh, yeah, yeah, well, let's focus on that first. Yeah, it's, let me tell you, the feedback I'm getting from my online dance class is phenomenal. People literally, I got a text the other day, when's your next class? My next class is Saturday, December 5th at 2 p.m. She then goes on to say, I organized my whole life around that class because I need it, because the art, the dance is feeding something in them. So when we gather online, I have all generations, I have all races, and they are there letting this African dance feed them. So, you know, even though we're not together, we're doing the steps and, and then I might highlight someone and be like, okay, now you show me. So I make it highly interactive. I make it highly interactive. I get up in the camera and I say, okay, let me see everybody together. And I look and I make corrections. So I try to, to insert myself, if you will. Um, and they say, I'm very effective at it. And it's the community, it's, they, they find it invaluable. And I'm so grateful because every class I have, young, old, black, white, Asian, you name it, sometimes a man will pop up. I mean, and we dance and it feeds them and it feeds me too, it feeds me too. So again, I invite you listeners, December 5th at 2 p.m., go to getyourgoddess.com, register, for my class. I call it African joy and I call it African joy for a reason because there's no way you're going to come to my class and not feel joyful and not feel energized and not learn something. The educator in me is not going to let you walk away without learning something. Now, um, talking about those, uh, talk, talking about being African and then you have, you're attracting multicultural audience. Yes. yes. And then, um, 
not to make us sad, but it's a reality that there's a lot of, uh, sometimes it's like obvious aggression. Sometimes it's subtle aggression. And I know that we're mothers and you're yeah. a mother, you have a nine-year-old son. And then, you know, you, you those are the times when we are sleepless. And so, you, you know, what would, how can we let these kids grow up in a world where we can embrace each other and respect each other and really go for that drive and passion to excel just like you? So what would be our good advice for them? Well, as a mom, you know, I'm, I've, I felt all of those things that you shared. And it's been tough. It's been tough because I've had to sh have some really intense conversations just in response to the world. He's aware. He knows what's going on. And, and he needs answers and guidance. So first and foremost, I talk about fortifying him and making sure he's strong in who he is, where he comes from, his lineage, and the people and the blood that is pumping through his brain. brain and blood. So he knows that he should not feel diminished, not to let anyone make him feel diminished. One. Two, I then hastily add, now your power and, and excellence does not mean that you're better than anyone. We are all valuable. We are all deserving of love. We are all deserving of respect. Now, when you're seeing ugly things, that doesn't mean that you have to be ugly. Um, but just know that this is a reality and these are some things you have to be careful of, but know that you are valuable and you are loved. And I add, and you are protected because it's a scary time. So I, I, I'm, I really want to make him know that, you know, you're safe, you're guided, you're protected. Yeah. And that really begins from home. And what happens, Audrey, when... So, cause I know someone will say, but they didn't, someone didn't have a happy home or a, a, a complete set of parents. So like, and that also happens to other cultures. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, what, I, in, in the African tradition, what would that be then? So for me, my mind automatically goes to rites of passage. I think it was no accident that um, part of of the a staple of the culture was that there was a definitive, well-defined rites of passage, a series of things you had to learn, a series of things you had to master to prepare you for womanhood, to prepare you for manhood. So that toolbox, if you will, for lack of a better word, would fortify you and give you the things you need and make you feel equipped. Because part of anxiety, part of feeling um, powerless is not feeling equipped to manage and navigate the world. So a rites of passage, a well-defined curriculum, if you will, educator, right? A well-defined curriculum that outlines who you are, how you are powerful. These are the skill sets you have. Here are additional skill sets to enable you to navigate. That makes you feel capable. So I, I, would, I would start there. Rites of passage, rites of passage, and identify something that they can master. Because when you master something, it boosts your self-esteem and it makes you more courageous to try other things. Because you're like, ah, I've mastered this. Now let me try that. Oh, I've mastered that too. So your sense of self and your sense of what's possible broadens. Well, thank you. I, that mastering of one little thing after the other, that's my experience since March. Be, you know, like, especially with technology. 
And then like, and that includes social media. Like I didn't really know much about how to do it in Instagram, but, and I kept, I, as if I'm blocked all the time, I will have a roadblock and then I let it go. So whenever I have like a technology or anything that's resistant, I keep pushing it. Then when I still couldn't do it, I let it go for a week or two. Then I go back to it again and see. Yes. Yes. And that again reminds me of our expression. And I remember this one from my mother when I, I want to study very hard and I couldn't resolve a math problem. And he, she said, go to sleep and wake up early. So I did that and then I wake up early. So then I got it, you know. And that again, being a nurse and with my uh, chemistry going on in my image in my head, that I said, wow, that also resets my my parasympathetic. And so the same thing as when you said, you know, master it. And because that stores in our, not just in our cognitive brain, but also in our heart. And that does a lot of things, you know, for ourselves. And, you know, I, I thank you. Because um, oh, the country is uh, is a melting pot, as everyone knows, from many other cultures, and we come here. We there was some, it, mostly some, um, I say dissatisfaction where we came from because there was things going on. So we always seek for something better. So we come here. So I guess that teaching that you said, don't even if you master something, don't be thinking like you're better off than other person. And that again, keep, will keep us grounded. And yeah. if nothing else, just go outside and put your bare feet and dance. And that reminds us to, that you are part of the earth and be grounded. <laughs> yes. And you know what else? Breathing, breathing, breathing. And African dance, there's no way you're going to get through the, without intentionally breathing. And what happens, um, particularly when you're first learning African dance, is you'll forget to breathe because you're so caught up in trying to, let me, right? Being a technician, trying to get the step, right? But your teacher will always, at least my teacher will always be like, ah, 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 they'll catch you. Breathe. And you don't even realize you're not breathing. But when you start to breathe, Everything gets bigger. So that breath, African dance reminds me when I'm watching the news and I'm getting And then the shoulders. I always say, pick a body part. Every dancer tends to have a movement or something that I say shifts them into their goddess very quickly, right? So for me, I like shoulder stuff, right? Ah and hips but when i breathe intentionally and when you see african dancers dancing there yeah, that, that, that 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 um Sound. expression that it oxygenates it's also an expression of joy as you you're doing what you're doing ah <laughs> But that breath helps you to oxygenate your body and increase the energy. And it's a stress reliever. Breathe, breathe, breathe. So I remind everyone to intentionally, intentionally breathe. Like, stop. 
I'm just going to breathe right now. That's, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> but when you let it sound, it's even more, it's like, it really releases, push it out, push, because sometimes you're not even aware of how much you're carrying on you till you <laughs> let it out. And you're like, wow, that was a big, like, whoo, I needed that. Let me do three more. And then the lightness you feel after, it's like, woo, give, give yourself that gift. It's free. And it's right at our fingertips, right at our fingertips. Yeah. And the, and it's really basic. Could you imagine if we don't breathe? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, everyone knows about intention. So if you combine the intention and the breathing, so we don't need to explain more. But when I came to United States in 1985, I remember my first uh, teacher in wellness, um, Ismail Jamal, and I heard him say, and all those who've been studying with me about breath. And for the, 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 what, what I understood about it is that's God, that's yes. breath. You inhale. <sighs> And then you exhale. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I was just listening to, uh, you know, Rupert Sheldrake explaining also the Trinity through breath and that sound that comes out. And eventually, yeah. I know that in African dancing and, you know, maybe I'm not expert in all the dances, but I did learn some African dancing before when my son was still young and he was learning the djembe yes. and I was learning the drum because I'm already there anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. I have two and I already endorsed them to my two little grandbabies. Oh, beautiful <laughs> legacy. I, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that, so, that, so those dance, um, again, making the most that I'm there and he's learning it so we did that it's it's i said whoa it's, this isn't easy because there's a way you put where your head is and your yeah. arm and it doesn't have to be all in the same direction right. and i'm like it's a full aerobic thing it's it, very physically empowering yes. uh -huh. yes. yeah <laughs> and the funny thing for me is when i was part of the kwanzaa um performance i invited my in-laws but i didn't i i just invited them there there's a kwanzaa celebration it was in trenton and then uh, we were part of that celebration the whole thing and then they saw me and said is that grace on the stage they could not believe it <laughs> so they thought i'll be sitting with them <laughs> i thought you're like come marching out right <laughs> and they said yep that's Grace with her long hair and with uh -huh. her head wrapped. So, so I know that I that's one of my favorite, you know, da dances. So it's perfect for that. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I love Kwanzaa. I'm so glad you mentioned Kwanzaa. I love Kwanzaa. I even had a Kwanzaa wedding. I love Kwanzaa. It's such a good time for everyone to like test test out African dance. I always teach one or two little light steps, and everybody gets to be like, okay, let me stick my toe in this little African dance pond. And it's a safe one way for the family to dance together. And again, that's unifying. And, and it's creating a memory. It's creating a memory. 
And since Kwanzaa is upcoming, as so all other holidays, my favorite memory in Kwanzaa is every December 26th, my son and I will be in New York because then wow. we will go to Baba Olatunji's African Kwanzaa Festival. You uh, know, God bless him, you know. Yeah. But anyway, that, that's my treat. The Kwanzaa, the first day and then the last day. The 31, because yeah. January 1 is my birthday. So that's ah! also. <laughs> wow. So I wow, celebrate yeah. the Kwanzaa and the pre birthday on it's that beautiful. day. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Kwanzaa is a very special time. For me, I respect and, and honor a lot of um, faith, whether it's be organized or not. I mean, you know, we, we know not none of them are, is perfect. But I said to myself, I can get all the blessings from all this faith. <laughs> okay, I'll take my blessings from everywhere, everyone and everywhere. Yes, especially nowadays. So that's one thing that um, you know, if we're worried about things that are happening, because I'm concerned about that. One thing that we always have to go back is be grounded, do do the dance, dance the yeah. moves inside and outside and then never for that's part of being human and that's let's not forget to be human yeah. okay so and, and when you're dancing to you know for, for healing and for comfort you know one of my teachers um my idea she always talks about your attention when you're reaching what are you reaching for what are you asking for what are you trying to bring in what are you trying to leave behind what are you trying to let go of so she is always talking about the intention when you're dancing for yourself that's a different experience than when you're dancing to perform that's out 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 but when you're dancing to here do you go slow do you need to go fast because you're trying to release and but be intentional and she always talks about reach and what are you reaching for? Are you reaching for guidance? What do you, do you need the earth? Do you need the power of mother earth? What are you? So I want to invite everyone to think about that as part of your self-care, as a part of you getting your goddess. There are simple moves you could do. They don't have to be perfect. Your body knows. If you start moving, you just start with a sway. Just start with a sway. Then you might add a little feet and your body knows what you need that head there's some dances there's a step in lumber where it's just heads your head you know so do experiment 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 and you will find the perfect combination that shifts you into that powerful place into your goddess is that's what I like to call it oh Glad you mentioned the word experiment because this is our indigenous science experiment. You move, you experience, and then if you're into it, really start journaling, write them down. And yes. that's another thing that we can keep doing, you know, and then we remember all the time. Now, for your success, what is your success secret? Well, you know, and, and you know, I'm a student like everyone else. I'm continuing to learn. I think this that's part of it right there. I said, 
I am a student. I am always learning. I'm always expanding. I'm always reading, um, you know, to, to deepen. Um, this is a book about Pearl Primus. This is a book about uh, sacred woman, sacred dance, about the global phenomena of dance and what it means to women. It's powerful for women. Um, the healing drum. So I'm always expanding. I'm always taking classes. I'm deepening my knowledge. So expanding my knowledge base. And then for me, that positive um, attitude, keeping my energy up and developing myself and trying to trying to find the bright side for everything. And if I have to do something, I'm going to make it fun. I don't care what it is. I'm going to make it fun. You got to put your uh, on it. Put your off. Uh, every goddess has their special. So put yours on everything you do. And you still read a regular book. Yeah. Yes, I do. I'm old school. I love the feel. I like to feel it and, and mark it up and air and, and air market. I, I've tried the online thing. I can read it on, but it's just not the same experience. I like to touch and feel and flip and go back. And yeah, I'm old school in that way for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. We're very tactile. And that's again being human. We need to yeah. maximize all our senses. Not just uh, all the eyes and, you know, flipping, clicking, but yes. yeah. And there's so much screen time right now. I relish reading and flipping through a magazine, reading and flipping, because there's so much screen time for work and with the homeschooling. It's like, yeah, I, I, I'm welcome an opportunity to just. <laughs> What's the best advice have you received, Audrey? Because, you know, we. Well, as you, you mentioned earlier, get like a mentor or Samuel. What's your best advice growing up? Huh. My, my the best advice I received. Well, one one thing that that just comes to my mind is something. It's a compliment that my father father gave me from observing me from back in the days. He said, "You know what I like about you, Audrey? You have all kinds of friends. I have friends who are." you know, the, the quote unquote smart kids. I had friends who were, you know, doing A, B, C, D, and E. I, I mean, I was friends with everyone and my father complimented me on that. And that stuck with me. And I, I did it naturally, but it reinforced that that was the way to go, to be welcoming to everyone, to make a space for everyone. And no, you know, and no matter what their particular thing was, you didn't have to be in total alignment or be a part of it per se, but that did not negate their humanity. So because he reinforced that, I carried that with me to this day. And I think that has served me well because it has allowed me to meet people from all walks of life who have enriched me in so many ways. So I, I would, I credit that. I credit that. See, and that's beautiful and powerful to hear because again, it kind of brings back to the um, family to whoever yeah. is closest to you. And when I say family, could be a blood related, but sometimes things are, parents are also challenged, but there could be like a, a core person that's next to us who can bring that or reflect that good observation about us. Yeah, yeah. it's important, it's important. And um, also, I, I try to really give back to the mentors who who poured into me. 
I really am intentional about trying to pour back into other people. Because if anyone, if you think about it, Grace, there is one, two, three people who really intervened and saw something in you that maybe you didn't even see it seeing yourself, or they didn't even you didn't see it as big as they saw the potential for you. Yewani was one of those people, you know. Because I'll tell you, when I first started doing African dance, I I, I wasn't great. <laughs> I wasn't great, and my drum brothers they delight in telling my students, "Woo, you should have saw when he first started." Oh, they delight in telling that story. But what 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 helps you get mastery in anything? Relentless repetition relentless repetition and the support of Yewande who said, okay, she might not have it right right now, but she has the bare bones. She'll be she she has potential. So she pushed me to perform before I thought I was ready. She pushed me to do everything before, but you know you never think you're ready to do anything. You need that mentor to be like, yes, you're ready and go. And then the rest is history. So I I try to do that for others because I had some remarkable mentors in college, in my dance world, and get mentors in every facet of your life, right? Finance, dance, um, relationships, um, personal development. Like, I, I believe in assembling a team, okay? Get a team of people, because life is complicated. There are so many pieces to it. So get a team, get a team, so you can maximize this experience for life. That's perfect, really. We can, again, just like um, honoring or respecting all other people's contribution, why, why, why limit yourself to just one help or two help? <laughs> yeah. And it also tells me to invest on ourselves. You have to invest on yourself because sometimes we get, uh, maybe we get uh, limited or we said, okay, I don't have this money to do this, or it, we just limit ourselves and maybe we give it to a lot to our children, yep. but then we neglect ourselves, okay? And there's also sometimes now I know that some with grown uh, or, or with ailing mothers or where they're elder, they're taking care of them like my uh, uh, caregivers for dementia, but even if they have or uh, their parents will have some resources, financial resources, they're think they, they don't want to spend that much because they and hire someone to help them, which is also yeah. crucial. You need the help yeah. now, you need to hire. So, so back to our personal development for young people, we need to invest on ourselves. Yes, I so believe that. And, and I'll say for me personally, every dime of investment I've put into myself has paid off tenfold. You, you can't go wrong educating yourself. You can't go wrong. It has never, ever failed me. It has never, ever failed me. And it's interesting. And, and I'll take it all the way back um, to my early 20s. Like, I remember my first, what I, what I would consider at that point, a big investment in myself. And it was like, Oh, let me put this money down and take this course and see what happens. And oh my God, it yielded such dividends. And then I invested in myself at a higher level and higher level and higher level. And um, it always pays off. It always pays off. And I'm going to add this. I believe that when you take yourself seriously, the universe and the world takes you seriously. And when you invest in yourself, it is like 
uh, um, assigned to the universe. It's like, yes, I'm serious about this. I'm serious about my study. I'm serious about my personal development. And I think the forces align with you and be like, okay, we're really doing this. Let's go. <laughs> and that also reminds me when you said that, that when you, when I, you know how even in health there's can be so many things that you can do and you're so confused with internet information with all the um, advertisement and but i always say that once you get one that resonates to you and just open your heart and and practice that ex experiment that we use that word and explore that in yourself all the others follow you yes. start acting, uh, attracting, attracting yes. what you really need for <sighs> that. Okay, isn't it um, beautiful? It's so beautiful the way it happens, and 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 it's and, and I think that the forces, the universe, whatever you want to call it, has such a sense of humor because sometimes they do it in such delicious, unexpected ways that just make you be like, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to speak more on the meditation? And um, when you're talking about yes. the meditation, are you talking about an African meditation or just meditation in general? So go. Yes, I am a big, big fan of meditation. I meditate at night. I meditate in the morning. When somebody proposes something to me and I'm not sure, my first thing I say is I I'm going to need to go into deep meditation before I answer that. Right? And the meditation I do is an African per se, but it depends. Just yesterday, just yesterday, I was sharing with one of my junior goddesses. I have a junior goddess training program that I do. Why? Because moms will invest in their junior goddesses quicker than they'll invest in themselves, right? But um, I was training a junior goddess yesterday and I was sharing with her a Tibetan singing bowl, a purple, mm -hmm. I love purple, it's the goddess color um, um, for my organization. Um, the Tibetan singing bowl and the the melodic the, the 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 sound it makes and how I use that for meditation and she was enthralled with it. So I use that sometimes. Sometimes it might just be a little drum beat. Sometimes sometimes it's just that and just aligning with that. Sometimes it's silence. Sometimes I use a guided meditation where it's talking specifically about power or or um relationships or, or whatever your focus needs to be but i think it's such a a powerful tool it has never ever ever failed me so with meditation sometimes people feel a little challenged because you know when you try to get still because of the overstimulation that we all experience in this world it's sometimes hard to settle down to quiet that mind so you know sometimes people get frustrated and abandon shit too early stick with it stick with it See what works for you. Do you need a guided meditation where someone is walking you through a forest or a river? Or okay, go that way. Maybe you need perfect silence. Maybe you need the focus of a drum beat or some other instrument. But it is worth pursuing because the answers that come to you when you sit still and quiet your mind, they are. And when they come, it's clear. And for me, it's always on point always on point. So yes, I firmly believe in meditation. And can I just say this? Dancing is a moving meditation for me. When I am dancing intentionally to heal and fortify myself, that's a moving meditation where I totally surrender to the movement. And depending on what I'm doing just this week, 
tears, tears, but not tears. It's like I was moved so deeply by this moving meditation and my thoughts and my gratitude. And, and it can take that form as well. There are runners who consider that a moving meditation, right? So there are ways to incorporate the power of meditation into your life in a way that works for you. And uh, those who ride a bike, they usually tell me, you know, that it becomes very meditative, especially when you're there uh, riding the bike more in, in, in the woods or in nature. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, spins. I, I love to. Right? And arches, arches are big for me. And there's sometimes big drop downs. So experiment and see what works for you. I can see you like a beautiful tree. Ah! Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Importance of color. Like for me, and every day I, I put on based on the color I feel like I need or want. Today was all about green. Like, yes, green today. Some days it's orange, some days it's purple, but that's part of my self care as well. I know you. We've been mentioning this things movement show. You've been showing it, and it's like a you know for self care. Well, tell me, address more to let's speak to the stress caregivers. Those, especially, you know that you they, there's a lot. There's really less help of caregivers, like even in home care, because yeah. there's a lot of protocols that everyone's is implementing so when someone becomes positive negative positive and before you know it there's no one to go to the home so how can we help them and and again and and, and kudos to them and, and prayers of energy love and light to them and the tremendous work that they do i would say start with a hug sometimes you have to hug yourself you have to hug yourself and rub yourself and just be like, okay. And then for me, and again, this is all experimentation because everybody's different, right? I like wrists and fingers, right? There's something about, the, again, rotations, right? Rotations, right? Rotations. You know what else? I talk about framing your face. Because to me, that's like honoring yourself, right? And, and what's in your head? Your, your intellect, your brain, your face, your beauty, your mouth, your communication, right? Doesn't it feel good, Grace? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So those are some simple things. And, and these are some of the goddess moves for, for principle mm -hmm. number two, beauty, that's the move we do. And you know what we say when we do that for the beauty principle? Mm -hmm. We say masterpiece, masterpiece. From every angle, I'm a masterpiece. 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 From every From angle. Every angle masterpiece. Masterpiece. Isn't that Ma wonderful? I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that every day in the morning when I look at the mirror, because I see yes. things already. I'm gonna just add that. Masterpiece. 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 From every angle. From every I'm a angle. Masterpiece. 
I'm a masterpiece. That's right. Part of principle number two, beauty. I have an affirmation and a movement for every principle. And that beauty one we work on a lot in the goddess community because this beauty thing gets women tripped up because of, you know, all of these notions of what is and isn't beautiful. But my quick clap back to that is masterpiece. 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 From every angle I'm on. Masterpiece. 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 From every from angle, masterpiece. Yes, and I invite the goddesses. We stand up and like the more, the more extravagant, the better, right? Yeah. Okay, masterpiece, masterpiece. From every angle, I'm a masterpiece. Yes, masterpiece, masterpiece. masterpiece. From every angle, I'm a masterpiece. Oh, masterpiece. it's so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Yes, yes. movement, right? Movement, dance. It changes the energy, and then you add an affirmation on that. You layer an affirmation on that. You got something powerful. Bam! That's that's a quantum effect that no one can take away. Exactly. <laughs> everyone, everyone must be doing that because there's so many negative words, negative beliefs happening around, and no, that's not. We need to rise above that. And that's the power. Power, Wait, beauty, movement, music, achievement. Yes. Get your this goddess. Is the, this is what the community is all about. Sign up to my email list. You will get my newsletter. You'll get all of my free webinars that we do. And we go over the goddess principles. And the way I teach the principles is in movement. And I have a whole curriculum. Remember, I'm an educator, right? So there's a whole okay. curriculum. But it's not like curriculum you know, I, it, it's popping because that's the way I do it, I, you know, and the women are finding it tremendously powerful. So I invite you to join me. Get your goddess. Ladies, get your goddess. We have to get our goddess every day. No one is going to do it for us. So sign up. Go to getyourgoddess.com. Get on my email list and get with it. And dance with me Saturday, December 5th at 2 p.m., Again, go to getyourgoddess.com, register, and let's dance, 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 dance. Perfect. There you go. And uh, any any few more last words and or you want to show? I think you got frozen with me right now. <laughs> yes, I got frozen with you. I got frozen with yeah. you. Um, yeah. well, but I, I, let me... I, 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 yeah, I'm your sorry. picture got frozen. There you yes, go. Yes, you got frozen too. I was like, where's no, the that's okay. Grace? So, because we're so powerful. <laughs> you know, everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. And it's, you know, I uh, I shuffle I shuffle a quantum affirmation cards every day. And I get one of them with the intention, especially if I have an event like this. I said, what can I share with Audrey and the audience? And I say three times in the morning, noon and evening. And you can't believe what I got. It's beautiful, perfect. It's always perfect for the, what we've been talking about. And just so to let the listeners know, none of this really is not scripted. Our, our live is no. live, okay? Right. All right, yeah. and we just kind of like flow. Uh, and this is what I got, positive outlook. I start each day with a robust, positive outlook. I choose to be radiantly alive. 
I make a positive difference in the world every day. I look forward to the activities of each day. I love who I am and I strive to develop myself further. I'm going to do it two more times and feel free, Audrey, do some movements while I'm saying it. Yes. Okay. All right. We might as well make the most of this movement thing. Okay. All right. Positive outlook. I start each day with a robust positive outlook. I choose to be radiantly alive. I make a positive difference in the world every day. I look forward to the activities of each day. I love who I am and I strive to develop myself further. Positive outlook. I start each day with a robust positive outlook. I choose to be radiantly alive. I make a positive difference in the world every day. I look forward to the activities of each day. I love who I am and I strive to develop myself further. Yeah! <laughs> Kudos to us! Hey. Oh my God, I love it! You pulled it. You see how everything's in divine order? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. So, um, their listeners and viewers, um, share this because I will post this, you know, all over, but also to the um, in, in YouTube and. Uh, do check out my website, quantumnurse.life, because you got three free videos there that are very helpful for you as well. And there's a low-cost digital video course series there of six videos. I'm trying to master, as Audrey was saying, it's good to master one skill and you keep mastering. I'm, I'm going to master um, digital co- or, or, you know, video series courses so that you could use it and be healthier, Okay. My experience is I have done the dance, the meditation, and as Audrey and I know, it's persistence, persistence. Our relationship goes way back. And if we did not practice what we teach or what we speak about, then we won't be here with you. All right. So it's we're becoming elders, elders that you can look up to. And you know, in, in our culture, if you want to learn much more, you hang around elders. And so you do that and keep keep supporting as you support us, we support you because the more that we reach people, the more you we can co- collaborate each other. We may be we're thinking of having a summit in the future. So stay tuned for that and other more information. I will do this also in audio, the audio. So, you know, for those who likes to listen and do your techie in the car, you can plug it put it to Apple Podcasts and you could listen. For those who are visual, just like me and Audrey, and you could do it in the YouTube. You can even post it straight to your TV and then just like a big scene there. (laughs) And uh, let's see, what else can I tell you that's important? And just keep following Quantum Nurse Podcast. I like to bring people together in holistic ways because everything and anything affects our health. And Audrey, one more time, just tell them, please, about your um, where to your website again, etc. Yes. I would love to have you all go to getyourgoddess.com. 
get your goddess. Get your goddess. Get your goddess. Whoop, there it is. Get your goddess. Whoop, here we go. Here we go. Get your goddess. These are the goddess principles power, beauty, movement, music, and achievement. Go to getyourgoddess.com. Get on my email list. Get your goddess dose of inspiration. Come to my free webinars. Come to my dance classes. Well, come to, we, I have a series I call Goddess Unscripted, where I give you some delicious goddess teach um, teachings on the principles, and it's such a good time, such a good time. So I welcome you to join the goddess community. I welcome you to dance with me Saturday, December 5th at 2 p.m. Let's continue this relationship, all right? All right, I hope to see you and, soon. Yeah, and I want to share, yeah, they've been, they've been watching us in the Philippines, my family. <laughs> And you know, my family is a family of dancers. I have a, um, I, and my, my sister, but she didn't uh, really, she focused on the kids, but she brought out a lot of her talent to the kids that one of them, he is uh, Jasper. He is in, um, he's, he's actually based in London cause he became a, um, um, how do you call it? But he was a professional dancer, but he's like modern jazz thing dancer but because of the covid so then he had to come go home first but he's gonna go back there and his training is as far as i know he he started with a lot of um, our indigenous um folk dances but he's very wow. creative like you he can com he can um combine it with his modern dance and you could see he's very um earthly indigenous movements there and that's for jasper and then so uh -huh. i said so, so they said not never my sister said uh never a dull moment respect to african dance music and movement thumbs up uh, thank you <laughs> and leslie you know she's based here and she said hey looking great and the power of dance you know and she and my niece in california watching and evan from jamaica yeah, and 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 Evan, I know you know those uh, hip movements, yes. <laughs> the Jamaican <laughs> hip movements. Okay, um, so so the bottom line is whatever culture you have, definitely you will have some type of dance. Maybe it's not very open because of some religious limitations that maybe your family has nevertheless you don't have to call it dance then <laughs> so just call it some type of movement okay because like in the philippines in in the, my region in in the region in mindanao that's mostly where the muslim um islamic tradition were so but they're different as compared to the muslims in other world because of the environment, our, our, our indigenous, um, the indigenous life plus the Muslim tradition, it's just different from others. It's because the end, so, but they're very, they're, they're, and that's what I learned a lot of the movements of the dance there, but it's very earthy. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's, um, let's see. And 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 about that's about it. But um, <laughs> I really I, I I enjoy this time, and we can continue on and on. But we, we it doesn't have to be the last one, as you said. Okay. And let's see, Evan. Yeah. Thank you all. 
God bless. Thank you for this time, Grace. It was a pleasure being with you as always. I, I feel your love. I feel your energy. Thank you for sharing all your, your knowledge and can please continue to do what you do. Okay, you too. Mabalos in my language, and I say thank you. Mabalos. Asante, Sana.